Let me show you how busy I am. I, it's my birthday. So when? this this is my gift, facial fuel. Uh, uh, yeah, oh, God, hold on. Norman Lear's, hold on. Norman Lear's FaceTime. Hold, hold on one second. I'm really okay. sorry. Hold you know on. what? Me too. Oh, my God. Hello. Love my breakfast. Oh, it's so good. You're so great. Oh, come on. We're so nice together. It's us. <laughs> it makes me so happy. My dad's business with Aaron Clive. That's my dad. Hello, underpants. That is hilarious. You should mouth to rate and review this podcast or my daddy will go into a deep depression. Boom. Welcome to Grown Dad Business. Guys, it's been a minute. Uh, I'm sorry. Oh, I haven't been here. It's been crazy. Uh, but welcome to episode 200. Uh, it's a little bit different. I chopped it up differently. Uh, I'm also, we also recorded this, um, I believe, May 19th. So it's been a few weeks. The world has changed a lot. Um, and uh, just kind of wanted to take a break for a couple weeks. You know what I mean? Um and uh, now we can celebrate episode 200, um, even though things are crazy right now. But uh, I finally, finally uh, decided to start asking my friends, like I said, from around the country and comedians that I've worked with in the past. And I asked my friend Bob Saget. Uh, a lot of people know that I've worked with Bob in the past. Um, and I, I, I opened for him in his Dirty Daddy tour which was part of his book. Um, so yeah, so it's been a couple weeks since I talked to him, but it's, it's an amazing, it's an amazing talk. It's so insane. Um, cause, cause we just cut up and we, you know what? We're dads, we're dads cutting up. Uh, so it's been a couple weeks. And since then I just got my, uh, my first haircut in about four months. This is my young boy haircut. I got nothing in it. Look at that. Still looking okay. Still Okay cheeks fatter i know that um and if you can't if you're just listening to me and you can't see the video uh if you want to watch the video of this podcast or the last couple podcasts like with tammy pescatelli or my friend brad williams uh amazing comedians that i've been calling around the country to come uh hang out and talk to me you can listen to that it's exclusive on patreon.com slash aaron kleiber if you're watching this thank you Thank you for being part of Patreon, and you're asking, what's Patreon? Patreon is a way for you to support uh, people you like, creative artists, like, uh, you know, comedians and podcasters. Uh, you can support monthly, and I try to do things for you. I've been sending cards with me and my kids. You get t-shirts, uh, depending on how much you're able to give them a month. Uh, it's like supporting PBS. It's like having Netflix an app, except it's Aaron Cliver's video clips and podcasts and stand-up clips. And you get some dope mail. So that's cool. Um, so if you want to check that out, patreon.com slash Aaron Kleiber. Also, I want to give a shout out. You hear the beats that are normally live. You can see my friend Kid Mental, always doing the beats, kidmental.com, at Kid Mental Music. Uh, go check him out. He does theme songs uh, and all kinds of music. Love and appreciate him. I love you guys. Thank you for listening. Please sit back and uh, try to laugh and have fun with my friend Bob Saget. Be kind, be funny. Always.
I'm so sorry. Wait, I had one more. It was Norman Lear. Yeah, yeah you know, you got to take that name. one. Hold on one second. I'm, gonna, I'm all yours. Hold on. You're still there? Yeah. Oh, no, you're still there. I, how come we're still here? I don't know. I'm going to hang up. I love you. The fates don't want to separate. No, I don't think so. Maybe we should move in, <laughs> in a trailer or something. I love you. Love you, too. Bye. Wait, when make- is your birthday? It was yesterday. Oh, happy birthday. Yeah, I don't like my age. It's too old. I didn't uh, I didn't know it was your birthday. I didn't Wikipedia you today. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who writes Wikipedia, but they're liars. Yeah. <laughs> um, and my wife, it's so funny. My wife, I have to say first, okay, we'll 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 blow your smoke in your ass first. No, I don't want to do that. No, but uh, you you are the only the only person my wife has met that was she was legitimately starstruck. Oh, that's <laughs> really know, well, you know. Um, but she goes, she goes. Oh, is is he on now? I go, yeah. I go. He had to talk to Norman Lear, and she goes, Norman. I go. You remember when we watched the live all in the family, and the the guy that created it was sitting there, <laughs> right? Right. He, yeah, she's he, like, he literally is Obi Wan Kenobi. He is, oh, yeah. He is the wisest, and he and we're such dear friends. Um, we're so close. It's and he's on my podcast right now. It came out uh, just now. Oh, sweet. so it's up there. Oh yeah, the, I might as well mention to people because look, I, it's not like my reach, you know. But some people that like me might not even, you know, they, you know. Oh, they, I'll I'll put it out there that I'm on here. I'm going to help you reach. You're the I, you're the best. Well, I look, know like you're, four more people. You you your uh your podcast uh Bob Saget is here for you because you said you were doing a podcast and I go has he been doing a podcast? How did I miss that? And you just started it and uh, I listened to your monologue one last time and that was it was literally like I was like oh that's everything I want to talk to him about. But like, there were so many things you said where I was like, "Yes, yeah, yes, okay," and because I haven't uh, talked to you in thanks, so long, Aaron. I'm like, "We'll get along yeah. fine." <laughs> yeah. How? First thing, how are you doing? This quarantino time. I'm, you know, I'm all right. It's like, like I said, it's come down to you know, family and talking to people and making people laugh. Like that's all I know. Right. It, hasn't it come down? It's come down to like. Just the brass tacks of what you are. Yeah. It's, it, it. it's made things clearer. It's mm-hmm. made a lot of people angry. Yeah. Um, it's made me wish I you, your human instinct is I want to go back. I want everything back. I want right. to go. I want to live my life. I want to get on a plane. And then you look at what the planes are like and you see that it's, uh, you know, one out of 20 planes are flying and it's only middle seats. Somehow they made a plane. And they made only middle seats. They put test dummies in all the ones on the right and the left. I'm joking. Just to make <laughs> sure like you it. no, just to make sure you only get a middle seat. <laughs> but they're fumigating them. But you've got to go in with the mask. You have to have the right mask. You have yeah. to have a shield, all kinds of stuff. And happening. I love how they're like, we're cleaning them now. Like we're I'm like now. Oh. Now, like it was safe to touch a bathroom I know. handle. Like, how am I going to survive the flu if I don't lick a plane seat? You know what I mean? <laughs> just the doorknob. Just I know. Just I, the thing you slide to lock the door. When I heard you talking there, about that. Yeah, I, I've, I've been already, angry about it. I'm already a little OCD, but 
now. I, I had mean, Howie Mandel on my podcast, and he was always like this. But he yeah. was like this because, you know, he's a sweet, thoughtful guy. And this was, he has issues, serious mm -hmm. issues. It's not just being neurotic and OCD. Yeah. And he wrote about it in a book, and he's not shy to talk about it. But it's a mental health issue where mm -hmm. he had some real problems and real fears. And I think mm -hmm. we're living in a world of fear. And some people are angry at the fear, understandably. So they're not practicing social distancing or wearing a mask, and they're they're wrong. But uh, they're going to do what they're going to do. Um, I'm not going to endanger anybody. Yeah, I, I keep telling people, uh, "Hey, and I was on somebody's show. I said, please don't spit in your grandfather's mouth." You know, that's what I keep telling people. That's what I I, I, I did a commencement speech for some graduating uh, college. I can't remember which school. <laughs> Please don't spit in your grandparents' mouths, you know, because that's what we got to do is, uh, sorry, I'm having major ear issues. These will one day be my hearing aids, but right now they're simply uh, headphones. Yeah, I like how you're ready to sing, like, an, like you look like you're ready to sing an Elton John song on The Voice. with those Oh, I'm, I'm Lady Gaga. I'm Lady yeah. Baba. <laughs> so how Dude, many children do you have now? Th three now. Three. I have three kids, 11, you love nine. Them? You love them? The third one, this, my two other ones, great. The third one, it's like she was born in the woods. She came in in a wolf's pelt. And like, we were like, well, we can't throw her in the trash. Um, she's nuts. And I don't Do know. I, if well, you want to be careful. You want to be careful. Because I did an HBO special. And I talked about my middle daughter on it. And it did not go well for her in high school because of it. I said that she had a thong that looked like an eye patch. And I made fun of her. And it was not good. And um, I wish I could take it back. But I, I never I did it again. But you, you will. Well, they will catch up with you. And they will say, why did you say that about me? They will I do, do worry about that. I, I just came out with my comedy special. And like I. I what's, the, what's, the, what's the name of it? It's called Grown Ass Dad on Amazon. Grown Ass Dad. Yeah. Um. But like I talk about my son a little bit. I'm not. My... I'm not. Not looking at you. It's no. I, I know. Contractors. I. Uh, uh, yeah. I'm. I am worried though that like I may talk about my kids too much. I try to be careful. But then there's like, like you said, like something about your daughter's thong. I don't know. I could never well, do that. You know. No. What I mean? Well, it's it's like you know. I didn't want to do it. Yeah, um, right. I really didn't. I, I wanted to. Uh, <laughs> well, I got ideas. I can fix this podcast. Here we go. There we go. Oh, oh, I'm so happy now. Oh, I don't have to hold. I was holding the computer. That's ridiculous. I can even make this better. Watch this. Watch this. It's even going to get better. Now, when you post this, do you post this on YouTube? Is that where this goes? I, I put it on YouTube privately and use the link for Patreon. What's Patreon? It's where people can contribute monthly to like content. So like... So my podcast goes on iTunes, but then only people on Patreon can watch the video. And like sometimes nice. I do like a sometimes I do like an extra ten minutes at the end, you know. Right. Yeah. I'm like that. I'm like that with my wife. Yeah. <laughs> just no, just ten more. Uh, ten uh, more. No. So, so I, this is I'm in the middle of construction, and there's nothing I can do about it. Uh, I apologize again. Um, it's not. It's not affecting. Okay, good, good. 
So you love one the least because it's a wild animal. Yeah, she's it's a wildling. You have a wildling as a child. I I call her Little Fire Cat because she's uh, just. It's one of the things where like she won't like I'll try to hug her and she'll be like ah ah like you know but you know hey that's fine it's she hates men or likes girls I don't care that's great I don't doesn't matter amphibians no you stay yeah. out of the animal world I think exactly. we've learned that this year we've set a line yeah we 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 made a mistake um it's it's uh you know it's not this is not the year of the of the bat yeah uh, <laughs> oh that's is a, that a song. zodiac. That's a song by Al Stewart when you were a baby. It's the, the year, year of, the of the bat. It was the year of the cat. It was the original song. It's not funny. I mean, there's nothing funny about this. It's hard to make jokes about it because it ain't funny. I know. I, I felt like I made some jokes and tried to you do some live stream stuff. But, you know, eh, you know, you, it's, you can't regret it. No, no. You, you just do it. And because uh, like I was I, I made this joke. <laughs> I thought it was a pretty funny joke where I was like, you know, everyone's complaining uh, about we have to stay inside and put on masks and, you know, and eat snacks. And, you know, but meanwhile, you know, our parents, you know, and grandparents during World War II gave up their steel buttons and sugar and they let women play baseball. You know what I mean? Like it was a serious time. Why did uh, they let that happen? I, the Nazis blame blame the oh, Nazis. Man, that is funny. If, if if there was anybody at that, they're time, still out there. Yeah, if this there, world, if, this world is whoa. Go ahead. If there was well, anybody at that time, I'm sorry. I just thought I just thought it would be a funny thing. Like at that time, do you think there was guys complaining that women were playing baseball, and you're like, well, blame the Nazis, go kill them? And they're like, yeah. They're like, I don't know. I'm not working bits. <laughs> uh, yeah, you can't. You, you can blame evil. I mean, there's evil in the world right now. Um, but we all have a common evil. And everybody's getting caught up in other stuff. But the common evil is the disease. And that's what we have to fight and concentrate on. Not everybody's political beliefs and blaming people. And and uh, you can't go back in time. You can only be in the in moment and move forward. So, yep. I, I, something you said, I always liked that, uh, you always said like, you don't do talk about politics or religion and I'm, you know, I'm the same way, you know, but I know you have deep beliefs. I remember that about you. Yeah. And I found that very admirable. I like that a lot because I, I admire people that have that believe in something and I don't, it doesn't have to be exactly what everybody wants it to be. It sure. doesn't have to be, I mean, you know, we've got a huge Christian world. Um, mm -hmm. and we also have a whole other world that is not, um, but and comedy are, teaches you that. <laughs> yeah. Comedy teaches you that. And the world teaches you that when you look at yeah. what the hell's going on now, it's like, and you can't blame a whole culture or a whole religion on anything. You can only fundamentalists get to me and, and, and fundamentalists don't usually like strong fundamentalists in yeah. anything, in anything. So true. Uh, and they, that is, but we need them. We need them because we need the extremes of all beliefs. And then you somehow arrive at the middle somehow. I hope we used to. You, you try, but then you think things and you're like, I'm, I sound like this crazy person. You know what I mean? And then you right. like back, you back out of that room. You're like, hey, I don't know. Well, don't some like nights I sound nuts and I'll be watching the TV and I'll do what everybody does. I'll yell at the TV. Oh, and yeah. if I, and if it depends on the network, I'm not going to say which ones, but there's, 
I'll, I will yell at someone on every network. So I'm not just saying yeah. that I'm some liberal this. I, I'm not even. I Conservative would mean it's supposed to mean dignity and liberals supposed to mean you're open to more things. But that's not what they mean. That's not the definition of those yeah, words. It, 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 one word can't encapsulate. You nice, know. There are nice people everywhere. Um, and I'm for the common good. I yeah. am for kindness. And uh, I just want to make people. I, I had a bunch of workmen here. You're going to like this. Okay. And uh, no, I swear you're going to like this. It's I do gonna, all my own work, but go ahead. Uh, <laughs> I do too. But you can't take a jackhammer and go four no. feet down in cement no. and then run a sleeve, which you no. know what that is. That's, of, the, that's of, a mess. The fiberglass. I got 10 people downstairs in yeah. COVID. What's happening? During COVID. Yeah, so, what's happening at your house right now is not fun construction. No, and you can't New hear drain. it, which means my house is big enough that you don't hear the jackhammering. That means I've done okay. I so just what, send my kids in the yard. Yeah, <laughs> I've got an unmade bed nearby. I won't say where. I got nowhere to go, but uh, I'm like Anne Frank. I'm in the attic. But what happened is um, I was out by their trucks as they were leaving the other day when they told me what my problem was. And I was very stressed out. It's a huge amount of money. Um, and it's, you know, never a good time to spend a lot of money, especially when, you know, nobody's working. Uh, yeah. but they need a job. And so this for them is actually good. And, um, I'm standing there and I just, I just wasn't thinking I'm exhausted. I'm stressed. And I just farted. <laughs> I just, I just let one go and, yeah. and I didn't even move. And then the guys just cracked up. They cracked up and, and the guy said, you're the funniest man. He goes, uh, oh, I, what happened was we got all these samples because my wife has this wonderful, she's E-Travel Rock is her business, and mm -hmm. she gets a lot of stuff sent to the house. So it was popcorn that had like Oreos coating on it, you know, things I'm not going to eat. Mm. They were good. They were good. It's popcorn with good stuff on it, but it was- I awful. have little kids. It's all well, over my house. They would have loved it, but it's like, it, and some pop something. I don't know what it was. Uh and so I gave it to these guys as giant boxes, untouched, unused, yeah. you know, no COVID. Uh, you could touch this box. It's not Amazon where you got to spray your body down in a car wash afterwards. Yeah. And I give them to the guys and then I farted and I looked at them and I went, oh, it's the popcorn. That was my response, immediate response. It was just, no, not even a it was fart. Oh, it's the popcorn. It was, there was not a second, not even a quarter of a second before I said it. And the guys just cracked up. And then the guy told his dad, because his dad's a big fan of my stand-up. His sure. dad's like an 80-year-old man, originally from Mexico, who watches my stand-up and thinks <laughs> I'm this funny guy. And so I wrote him a picture. I, I, I signed him with Jorge. And uh, he was really appreciative of it. And he couldn't get over at, uh, that I had made that I had done that. He said, uh -huh. so Bob's just a regular guy. And <laughs> and and his son said, yeah, he reminds me of my brother, meaning his other son. He yeah. said, Bob acts just like your other son. Because, <laughs> <laughs> and that's what I think is what you project is uh, an everyman kind of feel. That's what stand-up can be. Yeah. And then, and then when it gets to a certain level of stardom, when someone's out there like, when they're on a pulpit like George Carlin was, um, yeah. 
you know, where they're making statements, whether you agree or disagree. And Bill Maher kind of falls into that mode. People don't realize it, mm-hmm. but he does. He, he, yeah. some people might not like that, but he's damn good at it. John Oliver is a different kind of thing, but it, I, I love him. I love, I mean, I know all the guys. I mean, I we, love, we love John Oliver. Have you seen, have you seen this young guy, Andrew Schultz out of New York? No. He, he, he started doing some like talking head videos like Mar and it's, he's a smart kid. He's like early twenties and you know, I'm sure people, some people like listening, I mean, you, you've heard of him, but like, he's starting to blow up, um, you know, and Rogan's starting to promote him, but smart, like he's one of the first like comics of my generation that is a really good stand up on stage, but also got the viral social media thing. So his talent and voice mixed with that, he's... Well, you have to be. The, yeah. more, the more time goes on in our world, the more you have to be a hyphenate. Yeah. I was born a hyphenate. I thought I was going to be a... I was a hyphen. I was very short. I was at, I was an abbreviation when I was born. <laughs> um, I was an Ibid. No, when I... I didn't know I was going to be a comedian. I was going to yeah. be a film student. I was going to be a doctor. I couldn't take chemistry. I became a film student. While I was doing film, I did improv at University of Pennsylvania, and I did film school at Temple University. Yeah, and I did stand-up comedy when I was seventeen. I won a radio contest, and then I moved to LA, and then I did the Comedy Store. I quit USC film school, and then I was going to be a—I was going to make horror movies and be a director, but I quit that. And then I took acting classes for five years. And then I took the Groundlings workshop for a year. So I always did a bunch of things. And I think you need to be able to, like it used to be a person could be a singer, right. only a singer. Yeah. Uh, and if you're Frank Sinatra or Elvis, you don't have to be the writer. Right. Uh, but I saw you play with that button. But, yeah, if, but, button. but if, but if, but now people want singer songwriters, they want singer songwriter dancers. They want, singer songwriter dancers composers actors actresses they want lady gaga they want yeah. someone they can do every damn thing unless yeah. you're a certain kind of person like uh ed sheeran who we don't need to see him act i've watched him act he's good he's yeah. good yeah he did he does have some walk-ons john mayer is a friend of mine he can act he can host a show he could do stand-up he dude he's, i saw him do stand-up at the improv he's hilarious He's uh, he's on my podcast. Uh, I'm not saying I got bigger names than you got because you got me. I already me. had him. Oh, there he's you go. Episode 199. No. <laughs> How many episodes have you done? Uh, this uh, you you are 200. Wow. Yeah. It you know I, I just started and I I'm a spoiled brat so I thought I was going to be oh you're going to be in the top 10 on Apple Podcasts and then I went. Right the first week, I was like, wow, I'm like number 35. This is amazing. And then I didn't know how it works. Like, you really have to hold and really yeah. have a lot of algorithm stuff. And you got to have, yeah. oh, sponsors. And, oh, you have to have, like, download numbers. Yeah. So it's- Apple was a good promotion. Spotify has been a good promotion. Yeah. And, and so it's different what I've learned. But now both platforms are being very kind to me we'll see how long it goes right um i'm just feeling good because hold on i got i got an issue hold on okay hold on hold on hold on uh hold on my wife got the food for all of the workmen that's the way to do it 
She's such a great. I love her so much. That's I'm very. I'm, do you love your wife? Yes. <laughs> you, you know, can tell I, me, dude. I, you know, it, it's one of those things where I've, I say it more and more, and it sounds like I'm like, oh, you know, if I didn't have my wife when we met when I was like 19, that you know, I don't know who I would be. That's probably true. She's always been kind of like base. You know what I mean? So you're saying you just keep your foot on her until you have to run to the next one? Pretty much. Like, hold, like yeah. Like a your knee. wife is second base. You're waiting to slide to third? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just. It I'm going to tell you. Let me tell you the metaphor, and you can have this. Okay. It's Then you want to go home. <laughs> so when you want to leave, you're going to do baseball metaphors on. I'm thinking of leaving my wife. I look at it like it's baseball, you know? Sometimes first base, I had a joke. I can't do it here because it's really foul, but I did it in my last special. What first, second, third, fourth base means now. It's a lot different than what yeah. it meant. You used to start with holding hands. It's something I, I first base is now the most foul thing you could think of. And I made first base just shaking hands. That was a nice transaction. Thank you very much. <laughs> but fourth base is just the worst, just disgusting. And then, because that's where we're at. We're at a world where people are like, you know, oh, I hooked up with someone last night. Really? What oh. happened? Oh, I did this, this, and this. Well, what? Nobody ever did that with me. What I, are you talking about? I hear, see, I'm, I'm a comedian who've been with the same woman since I was 19. Is that your wife? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but oh, slide home. Slide home. I, if you've got you a know, third base going. And it does like freak me out when, you know, comedian friends were out on the road and they're like, I'm going to hit up Tinder tonight. I'm like, what? 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 And people are like, and then they, they choke each other. I'm like, what the what? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's gotten different. It's gotten different. Well, there's people I want to choke, but that's, you can't reach into the TV. Yeah. No. <laughs> uh, and it gives me no climax. Oh, what? So is this baseball metaphor mine or yours? Who Do you want it? Are you going to no, do it? yours. Really? <laughs> oh, because you're not going to talk about your wife and say you know you would. I do you we now talk about marriage a lot? I do, I do. That's a thing that you know. Yeah, Louis Anderson said something to me. I opened for Louis uh, uh, quite a, a few times, but when I was trying to figure things out, I think it might have been right after I worked with you because I worked with you on your Dirty Daddy tour. Yeah. And um, yeah, you have a book, Dirty Daddy. It's it's older, but get it. Um, older by like what is it? Seven years old? Still I don't know. Funny. Well, still but, but that's not a long time ago. But no, it's not old. But but a twenty year old will say, "Oh, that's old. That's five years old." Yeah, I'm right. Like, no, you're five years old because <laughs> great work is great work, and you think yep. some things hold up. But I watched the pilot for Breaking Bad last night. But two, three nights ago, which is still great and it yeah. still holds up, but it's not what we're seeing now. There's a new level. Right. Have you watched Ozark? Oh, yeah. Oh, sh uh, TV now. Shit is wild. It People is so shit. strong. It it's is crazy. But it's so good. crap. There's some crap. Yeah. But uh, we've been binge. And then we started watching this thing uh, that you should not watch with your wife unless you use it as a ploy. Mm. Um and it's um, Outlander, um, and it's on Netflix. But it's really, it's like Skinamax. It's almost porn. It <laughs> I really. Explained, I just explained to my wife what Skinamax was. <laughs> it, it used to be a thing. Yeah. And back in the day when you had Cinemax, 
it was basically soft core stuff. Yeah. So we're watching this Outlander, and I'm like, whoa, this is Fifty Shades of Grey is blushing right now. <laughs> it was just, oh my, no, no. I'm going like this to the TV. If my hand's up and I'm blocking my vision and it's an eclipse, I don't want to see that. <laughs> yeah, sometimes I, there's, it's, it, sometimes, I don't know, like sometimes there's too much. And, and you're just like, I just, what's happening in the story? We don't need to know that they like feet. We don't care. Well, not only that, but I mean, they there's, there's a lot of violence and the guy, yeah. uh, there's a lot of beating. And it was interesting because I watched uh, not long ago when during the pandemic two months ago, you know, we were already in. Yeah. And did you cancel a bunch of stuff like I did? You just canceled everything. Yeah. Yeah. Well, everything canceled on me. I mean, yeah. everything... Once, I, once they I canceled before it was fashionable the night before, and yeah. Canada was mad at me. But then they realized that they can't be because the next day they shut down. I was supposed to go Vancouver to Calgary, and then they closed Calgary. They yeah. literally said no public anything, um, and they did. They acted quickly, and I would yeah. have been stuck in ready Regina. I would have been stuck in Regina. I know her. I went to high school with her. Exactly, and guess what she's got? But they, Calgary. But they, she has a Calgary. She has an Alberta, uh, like a peach. But she has she, a Calgary in her Alberta. Oh, it's so sweet. It's near Pittsburgh. It is. Um, I don't know. I'll have two tickets to. Oh, that's not it. Um, uh, but it was, uh, you know, scary. And then everything got canceled. And I was talking to my agent yesterday, and he was saying like. No, it looks like we're going to be canceling a lot. I mean, I might be going back to Canada. I'm scheduled in October, November or something like that. But I don't know. We don't – are people going to congregate? Are some people going to go, you know what? we got to get out. We just have to get out. I, so, You know, I have friends that were at an improv this – like a couple weeks ago. And they were – it was, you know, they had like 25 people. And he said, you know, it's – like playing an empty audience, which I'm fine and used to. So whatever. I was talking to Howie Mandel about that. And he was saying, you know, we've all done gigs in a one or 2,000 person place where you've got a third full because the mm -hmm. tickets didn't sell or they didn't care and they didn't cancel the show. Some he weird says, We know show. what that's like, but I'm not going and doing that. And I'm not going to go and right. watch an audience that doesn't have face masks on right. where – it's dangerous because it takes one person to infect a hundred and people don't believe it, but they also don't believe that we landed on the moon too. So, I mean, right. you know, but, but we also haven't proven to anybody. The sad part is there are, and I'm not scaring anybody. I just right. know, cause I know, I know major medical people that I've been talking to and trying to find out what I could find. Mm -hmm. And, you know, when everybody goes back, when you go steps one to four, you end up, you know, I don't want to talk about this. It doesn't matter. <laughs> the point is people need to be, they need to be safe. I, don't, I, yeah. I, had, I think we started on a happier topic and I went no, back into it. I know. It's so fun because, I, you know, I've talked to other comedians, you know, and other friends. And I'm like, you don't want to talk about it. You want to just cut up and laugh about it, about something else. You know what I mean? But then it always full circles. So you're like, yeah, but here we are. You know what I mean? Yeah. Plus, yeah. for, we want to perform, and we all we're all going to have pandemic material. 
Yeah. You, you, I know people said, when you come out of quarantine, you better not have a half hour about quarantine. What the fuck? What the fuck? What do you want me to talk about? Well, what would they talk about if they were on stage? Exactly. I, I, what, I've made mistakes in my career where I've, I did a special and then I didn't have a new hour. And then I would do a gig after the special. And I was in New Jersey, in a particular part of New Jersey, which doesn't keep, they keep their presence known. And yeah. they were right. And I didn't do what you're supposed to do before a show. I didn't take a half hour of silence. Right. Which right. is what you do in the theater, which is what you do as a performer. You get yourself together. You, right. you assemble your, your mind. You look at your notes. You decide what you want to do. And then you go out and do it. Um but I didn't this one night because I'd done this A&E show and I was where I would join subcultures and I joined a fraternity and I became a member of fraternity and I had all the fraternity guys there. And I was so happy to see them all that I just right until I walked on stage, I was talking to these guys and I, my mind was all over the place. I couldn't remember my material. I was exhausted. I was working every day doing press in the morning and I did kind of the special. I kind of yeah. did. I didn't have a lot. I had, you know, like 10 minutes of new stuff. It's a long time ago. And uh, do you want me to get it? No, you're right. <laughs> Does she need anything? Yeah. No, you're right. I mean, we're all home. So that's a, that's the thing. You know, I'm Sorry. looking at my phone. Did they get their food? Are people getting fed? Are, honey, did you feed Paraguay? <laughs> um, sorry. But, but no, I'm sorry. But what happened is uh, some guy, yeah, that's the same stuff as your special. Right. Suck. And I'm like, yeah. well, no, okay. I know I've done some new stuff. That was like 20 minutes of new. And the guy was like, I want my money back. I said, well, get your money back. Give me really? Money back. Yeah, well, I, I've heard that a lot. That's... And I don't hear it anymore because I have, yeah, I like an hour and 20 of new material that I, I'm right. dying to do and I can't do it. I, I'm worried that, see, like I was going to come out with my comedy special in June, like around Father's Day. And we thought, you know, hey, let's do it early. Well, now I'm like, not only is my comedy special not going to get me booked because there nobody's booking, but right. I'm thinking, I'm like, well, now because when you release something, you want to, you know, you want to do your new stuff. You want to, and I'm like, I can't even work new stuff at clubs. You know, like I'm going to go out on tour in the fall and you know not have a, a new, you know, like that. Like it's freaks well, me out. You're gonna, I know what's going to happen. You're going to get on stage. And just let it, you have to let it go and you'll end up coming with all of us. We'll end up having just, new, it'll just be new yeah. and record the first set because it'll be like you started over again and the, re, and then you'll drift into a pattern. But, um, but and, do you think and, like doing that, like doing your podcast and I mean, you do, you do so much TV and interviews where you're able to just riff and panel you know, I've been, I, I did, I'm finishing up 50 days in a row of doing this little daily dad thing where I just riff for five minutes. That has been one of the most beneficial things, just a little nugget. Like, let me just riff on Legos today with my kids. And I, I think I might be able to go back through there and maybe try out 20 of those 50 little. Oh, you know, for nuggets. sure. Oh my you God. Know? Yeah. Well, I didn't well, do it for that, but I, now well, I'm like, I have tweets that, um, Right, I'm gonna right. do in stand up. All right, let me. Let I me remember. I remember sitting you reading me tweets, going that a bit, this a bit. <laughs> that's that's what we do, and it, yeah. It, what's funny on Jimmy Kimmel is who's a doll is they do mean tweets, 
which is oh, yeah. really, really, really strong. But here's 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 like one that um, wait, you got choice, a, you got drafts, you got drafts you're working on? No, not of tweets. Okay. No, I mean, well, this is one that got a lot of response. I got a new vacuum cleaner today, and I'm excited. WTF has happened to me. You know, because, and that's, that's obvious because I played Danny Tanner. So that's just a Danny Tanner joke. But the one that's like, uh, let me see if it's, there's one that I really laughed out loud at. Boy, I haven't been funny in a while. I'm going through my, <laughs> I have really, oh my God, it's all the same joke. It's all me cleaning. <laughs> it's all full house. I'm cleaning jokes. Oh, good. Someone's at the door. That's great. <laughs> um, Oh, good. The doorbell. I mean, That's you know, this is real life. Uh, real life. I don't you... know what's happening. You might have to listen to this. Don't let, don't me, let me see what let me see what's happening because I can do the door from here. Um, oh, wow. Oh, it looks like somebody opened something. I don't know what's going on. I have no <laughs> idea what I'm looking at. I'm looking at my phone. Someone's nope. at someone's at the house. Can I don't you find know. Out? Who, uh, I'm asking my wife who's at the house. Oh. <laughs> uh, let's see what's going on. I'm sorry. That's but at okay. least I could do that from my phone. Yeah. You're uh, not. I don't care. This is this is as, this is as real as it gets. My people that listen, they don't care. This is, you know, I'll cut out all the juicy stuff. No, don't cut this out. This is important <laughs> stuff. I. Can I share this with you? Because you said Danny Tanner, and I thought about this, and I never – you have to believe me, okay? So so I came up with uh, – I came up with this merch where I was, like, trying to brainstorm. And, uh, well, I was – actually, you've met my friend. He's kind of like my creative director friend. He's been my podcast guest, Adam Chico. Shout out to Adam. Right. He worked with you for the Starlight Children's thing um, when you did voiceovers for a video game. And he, he said he did it with his friend, uh, what did he say, uh, Alana Angel. I remember this. Yeah. yeah. He was like, yeah, see if Bob remembers that. Anyway, yeah. That's <laughs> When you weird. did, like, uh, voiceovers for, like, uh, uh, some video game. <laughs> I did. And I'm not being rude. I'm looking at who's in front of my house because no, I'm very okay. – I'm concerned. And I think I found out what it is. It's it's men eating sandwiches. <laughs> Wait, so you have surveillance video called Men Eating Sandwiches right now? You can charge admission on OnlyFans. Uh, that's true. That's <laughs> true. And you, But you can't crash. See, like Zoom, you can crash. We can't crash this. No. Can we crash this? No. Nope. What is this? What are we on right now? This is called StreamYard. Uh, Gary V started using it after I did. Uh, but this, it, it's it's just super. It's easy because I can send someone a link. Because like I, you well, know, Zoom you can send a link. Yeah, but then Zoom, it, you it's it's you don't have as many bells and whistles. This is a little better for me to do a little production while I'm recording. You know what I mean? Um, and then streaming it live when you need to. Because Friday nights I do like a live happy hour and have guests on. Um, but it's so easy because like you know, you know, uh, Josh Blue, comedian Josh Blue. Yeah, I was, I'm I'm scheduling a podcast with him, and I'm like. I was using a different service like a month ago. And he's like, I got to download a fucking app. And <laughs> and I'm like, you know what? And him saying that just thought, you know what? That is stupid. 
that you got to like download a different app. So now it's a link, baby. Here it is. Well, no, the link to Zoom now, you don't have to have the Zoom app. You can do, it takes uh, you right on to Safari or whatever. They're smart. Oh, well, they, they take, Zoom has taken over. Zoom is right now more popular than Skype because of the whole Brady Bunch look. And oh, you can yeah. put 24 people up there. You can have 700 in a conference. You know, you can do it. So who would have thought to buy stock in Zoom, right? I mean, I'm hoping that my stock in Abbott Labs pays off, you know? I, mean, I know. Oh, betting so on the pandemic, cautions, betting on saving people. Yeah, right. Uh, this is what I want to share with you because this is – I did not think about this until I told my wife we were going to podcast. So my, I brought Can you up my hear that sound, by the way? No, not now. Good, good. I, I don't have headphones in, so I don't, you know. Oh, um, you'll hear it. It's not me farting. It's they're 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 drilling into a pipe. Hot sagget rippers. Hot pipe rippers. Hot pipe. Hot. Hot um, pipe rippers. I think that's a porn. I think you. I was in that punk band. A hot pipe. It's a song. Also, it's like cat scratch fever. It's hot pipe rippers. Hot pipe. I, got, I don't. I know. got nothing. This is the worst improv we ever did. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. No one's watching. Um, no. No, I, so I've been trying to tell, I talk in posts, I'm trying trying to tell you the same thing. Uh, so my friend Adam, he helps me come up with creative things. And I came up with a t-shirt that has like, he's like, why don't you come up with like your favorite like movie or TV dads? And I was like, oh, okay. Did you ever see those shirts that have like the, like it started with like rappers and it's like, you know. Well, no, I'm on all of them and I don't get any merch. It's really I know. bad. So so when I came up with the dads, I so th this is literally a merch shirt that I have, okay? Right. Can you see it? Danny and Al, Uncle Phil and Carl and Homer. Those are those are like my favorite TV dads. And right. I just think Danny Tanner, right? That's, you know, because it's like thinking of, you know, who I grew up with did not even correlate with, oh, I know Bob. And he's on the That's shirt. what a good actor I was, because you know I me know, not. You don't think of Danny Tanner when you talk to me. I, you know, so I, I only if like when my kids, like my wife and kids, would watch Fuller House, you know, or I would like, oh yeah. But it's like the fact that I just realized that your character's on my shirt like a week ago. <laughs> like I was like, you know what? When I read that, no, just like now, the, it didn't register to me. <laughs> But then Tom Bergeron's on the back. I don't, but no. I don't. Oh, by yeah. the way, congrats on Broadcasting Hall of Fame. Yeah, we got in there. It's really nice. Uh, Tom, Alfonso, Vindabona, myself. Uh, I have the award downstairs. I thought it'd be nicer. Yeah. That's <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not cool. class, but they chose the wrong, wrong font on the uh, inscription. Uh, are it, you looks like, it looks like I made it at a trophy shop. <laughs> Except the thing, the the metal brown thing, the giant coin that fits in it is nice. Yeah, that was. Uh, yeah, I saw that the other day. But uh, but I just I had to show you that because I was just like I just realized that I have merch with that name on it. Like I knew it was the character, right? But now it's like you know. Um, but you know, it, it was funny because it is something you did talk about on your podcast. Uh, Bob Saget is here for you. Um, about how like you do grow up with these these characters and that like when I kind of talk about it, it's like Danny Tanner is that OCD part of me. It's that like the clean cut dad I want to be and like, you know, like nervous about my kids. And right. um, 
And then the other ones, you know, Al Bundy, because, you know, I'm a pig. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he was funny. Yeah, But, so you know, good. it's it's crazy how you were saying how, how many people l- look at you like that. And it's nuts. You know what I mean? Because I didn't have a dad, so I just watched TV dads. Well, I like it now. Now it's, it's the coolest thing in the world. Now yeah. they think Danny Tanner's cool. When I did it, everybody hated me. You know, critics. Right. I mean, not everybody hated me. It was in the top 10 for a while, you know, so... I mean, but, but right. But, uh, you know, 50 year old critics would, would review full house and hate it. And it was made for 14 year old girls and their moms, you know, it was like, what was it? What was it? They hated person. them. They hated that. It was a two dimensional sitcom, you know, yeah. and, and a little girl talking precocious, you know, right. Uh, that knew everything. Uh, but she was a sweetheart. Right. And, right. You know, but, but in life for sure, but when a, when a little girl or when little girls say wise guy comments, right? You know, Jody Sweet knew how to deliver a line like Groucho Marx. You know, <laughs> yeah, so, uh, that's uh, sometimes right. sometimes that bugs people. But because uh, what have they done to entertain anybody? That's what I want to know. All they do is bitch and moan about how bad everything is. That's like but when I do people... that too. But I do the same thing. I'm no yeah. different. I sit and I watch. I go, oh, you don't want to watch that. Oh, I can't watch this. Look I at know. that acting. I, 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 my wife has to tell me, shut up. Now I can't look you, you know, you're, you've been in things that are, you know, amazing and have incredible career. And I've been in things that aren't, you know, yeah. been... and, but so I still like, you know, it's not like I'm like, I'm saying I'm not being picky or choosy or whatever, but I do the same thing where like, there's this sitcom and I'm like, oh my gosh, like, this is like, you want to be in the writer's room and be like, I could do this better. You, they're like, they, oh, you they wouldn't let you. They wouldn't let you, and you wouldn't know how. I mean, it's the showrunner that runs right. the show. Right. So when a writer says, "Why don't we do this?" the showrunner will go, "No," and then they, <laughs> that's it. That's just the end of it. I'm gonna remember uh, that when I complain. But but then at the, but at the end of it, you'd go, "I'd I'd star in that show. I would take that in a minute, and I would well, do." What I, I would, would do. Oh, well, Danny Tanner. I had one kid. I got fired from a job on TV in New York doing the morning uh, third sidekick on the morning program on CBS. Uh, I was yeah. there two hosts and, and I was lucky to get a job. I never thought I'd work again. I and always you, never think you went I'd to LA for full house. Yeah, but I was in L- LA before, but then I went right. to New York to do the morning program. And then I went back. Right. But I've been eight years at the comedy store trying to get a job and doing acting school and doing, right. all kinds of, and doing hosting at the comedy store with every, I mean, I brought Eddie Murphy on stage for Raw to work out Raw, and he was beyond. He was a genius. He is That's crazy. I, you know, when you mentioned the comedy store, like I said, sorry, I talk in post its. Uh, you're like, oh yeah, that. That one I of the, I thumbnails. Speaking of, I don't, I don't want to get back to like you know, like blown smoke, but you know, the people that I have worked with, and especially you, there's little things that you learn. Like you know, you were just talking to Norman Lear and the people that you've come, I mean, Rickles and, you know, and one of the things, his wife, I mean, we just lost, you know, his birthday was a couple days ago. So, I mean, having those people, you know, that you're special to people, but I remember something you said, you were talking about working at the comedy store and I'll never forget. And I've told a couple people and how you were talking about, I think I mentioned one time when we were on, on the road that like, you know, you, you're so, I noticed you were so kind to people you know, door people and like everybody. And, and I was like, yeah, wow, that's, and, and I remember you telling me, you know, I, 
I don't remember. You'll correct me because it's your. But you were talking about how you came up with the comedy store, and he and you said, you know, some of the people I came up with, they become movie executives and showrunners, and you know, the people that work there, all of a sudden in Hollywood, twenty years later, they're in charge of things. And you said you never know, even if that doorman one day is going to be the manager, you never know who they're going to be. But that's not why I was nice to people. I was nice to people. No, no, but I was too nice. My parents were <laughs> too nice. They but that's like, not oh, what I meant. You know what I no, mean? No, yeah, yeah, yeah. But the truth is, people do treat people like crap, and and if they have no human kindness gene anyway, mm -hmm. they they are sharks. So they want to make it in showbiz. They don't realize the desk will twirl, and they'll be on the other side of the desk. And the guy will say, "I met you before." Oh, really? Where? Well, I worked on that show you were on. I said, yeah. "Oh, you worked on that?" And I go, "Yeah." And I go, "Oh, I was having a rough time on there." You know, that's the things you learn. Right. And I, I had a rough time. I was doing a guest spot on a Rebel Wilson show called uh, Super Fun Night. Mm -hmm. And um, they wanted me to maybe be her new boss. And I had a bunch of tongue twisters, some real funny dialogue written by a really talented guy, John Regie. And she's really talented, Rebel Wilson. And she had hurt her foot that week. And I had... Uh, just got off the phone with my mom who was diagnosed with cancer that she was not going to recover from. And it was the beginning of the end. So I found out that we were going to make a hospice plan and all of this. And then I had to go in and do my big scene and mm. I was gone. I couldn't remember any lines. And I remember feeling like I disappointed everybody and everybody was like, they were laughing at me in between because the gesture in me wanted to just go off and riff. But right. then when it came to do the work, I wasn't able to because my I was mental. I was just mental. So that happens sometimes where you just uh, – it doesn't happen often. And I don't think I'll ever have it happen again because next time my mom dies, I'm going to make sure. Uh, but tragedy does strike. That's the thing you don't want. And you hear about yeah. stuff. You read about stuff, especially where we're at right now. And you hear about, wow, people are like, my wife's grandmother just died and she couldn't go to the funeral. So here we are at FaceTime as the service is being done by the priest or minister. And I'm like, wow, this is. Yeah, that's weird. FaceTime funeral because you can't be there. And that's, yeah. that's painful for people to not be with people they love during this. And so yeah. that's how I felt while I was on that show. <laughs> because I was uh, having such a, there was a moratorium on my humor at the time. Yeah. But you know, like, but stuff like that, I mean, you know, I guess it's different having a hard time, you know, working, you know, as opposed to like the kind of person you are on set, you know what I mean? Um, Cause that's, you know, that's I'm a, good, I'm a good person, but if I'm over my head or if like I was directing a movie called Benjamin and I acted in it as well, and I had a 15-day shoot and a low budget, and great actors did a solid by being in it. And and a lot of people like it, which is really fun when you find that out. And then some people hate it, but that's showbiz. <laughs> yeah. But but um, what's really interesting is I would I I want do-overs for everything I've done because it's very hard to direct and acting something unless you have time. Right. Or unless you just have a very even-keeled personality. But I was playing a guy who was on meth. So while you're acting like you're on meth and then you have to go, action, uh, 
Yeah. Okay. I'm going to do it again. Action. You know, that's uh, if you're on meth and you're directing, you're not on meth, but you're acting it. Yeah. That's gotta be, it, it's a, it was a, I should have been just playing a real sweet, lovable dude, you know? Yeah. That's uh that's a challenge. Did you choose I'm a that? walking <laughs> hall pass. I did. I liked the script a lot. It was a good script. And um, I won a lot of do overs, but the new season of Fuller House, that's June 2nd for your kids. Oh, yeah, it is. That's and the last the episode's the best because it's over. No, that's a joke. Uh, the last episode's the best because I'm in it. So that's they're they're they're, they're pretty good. Love it. Yeah, it's not, I, made uh, for, not made for you, but it's but it's you'll not, like the last one. There's another good one with John Dave. Did you watch it as a kid? Yeah, of course. Well, there's a nice ep- one of the episodes. I don't know which one it is, but it's John, Dave, and I having a touching uh, moment. We touch each other for a moment, just a moment. I mean, it's a sitcom; you can't do anything. That's you know, Stamos is my full house hat trick. Uh, I've worked with Dave. I work with you, Stamos. I'll I'll spray his hair. I don't care. But with what? Whatever he wants. Well, I'll just whisper, "Follow your dreams." Um, that's right. That's right. <laughs> Tell him, I, he's gonna, uh, tell him he has a future. Yeah. Tell him, give him uh, self empowerment stuff. You know, you're not unattractive, John. You're not. I'll just, I'll just, I'll slide in the DMs and just keep sending encouragement. <laughs> <laughs> just send him memes. <laughs> yeah. I did, memes. I, I did read a good one um, uh, the other day that was a, somebody put out on uh, Instagram, which is uh, creative people have to create. And I really liked that one. So I've been walking around saying that a lot. Because if you don't create and you're a creative person, you rot. You can't do it. I can't. Yeah. I can't. It's interesting. I mean, just like I said, doing daily, weekly videos and doing podcasts. You have to, man. Even I have no choice. And, I, and, yeah. and, and and people I've been talking to want to be part of it as well. I had yeah. Tiffany Haddish on because I, I, she was living in her car. I was doing this thing called Comedy Camp where we at the Laugh Factory in LA. Um, and you've been on stage there. And yeah. it, it's a good room. Yeah. Um, and Tiffany was 16. And on Saturday mornings, we would teach myself, George Lopez, Paul Rodriguez, Richard Pryor. Wow. Uh, would teach, would get, let young inner city kids get up and do three, four minutes. And then we would critique it and tell them how wow. to improve it. Tell them what we thought. Tell them to stop doing our material. Um, <laughs> and then um, Tiffany was doing hers, and I, I, I knew, I, I knew she had it. Uh, and then I saw her again about eighteen and nineteen years old, and then she started getting spots. Yeah. Uh, uh, people that don't know spots mean you get a time; doesn't mean you're covered in spots. <laughs> and uh, so she took an antibiotic, and she was fine. No, and then. Um, she, we were just talking about it on my podcast because I knew she was going to be amazing. Mm. And she went, she said, I want to be like Richard Pryor. I said, well, do that, but just don't do everything he did. Yeah. Right. Um, Cause he was a friend of mine too. I just wish he was alive. Funny people shouldn't die, Aaron. They funny people should never I don't, die. Yeah. I don't like when funny people die because we need them. Bob Saget, don't die. <laughs> no, I, well, thank you. I won't. I can't. I you got can't. three daughters. I got, you know, three weddings and a funeral. I can't do How? nothing. Like, I don't want, you know, I don't want to, you, you've got work at your house. I don't want to like, you know, 
kick your ear off like you're my long lost uncle all, all, you know all day long would it what how how has it been with your kids like being away you're away from them i hate it uh, two of them are in new york one's in brooklyn like when we're done i'm going to call them cuz i need yeah. to talk to them one's in brooklyn and one is in downtown new york and it's been horrific they've been living hell yeah and they're going to go out of the city for a few weeks in a few weeks for a month or two uh, I wanted them to fly here. They didn't want to take a plane. They just mm. said, I don't want to do it. They don't want to bring me the coronavirus. They're worried yeah. about me because I've had a history of asthma. I always get pneumonia. I, when I travel, I travel. I, when I tour, um, you know, you're on a lot of planes. I don't have a bus. I'm not taking a bus. I end up right. with Corona on the bus. You know, you, you, you want to hit, hit a tour bus this summer? No, uh -huh. that's what I'm saying. It's all just a, it, it's just walking. Yeah poop it's just so, hey poop. everyone it's don't spit poop in, in metal don't spit in my mouth and don't poop on my foot but it's <laughs> the 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 uh, a trailer a bus is full of the same poo it's yeah. just bad and then there's someone on there that's going to ruin it all for everybody you know it's always the driver the driver does that yeah you gotta driver. make the driver go somewhere else but you we gotta make everybody go somewhere else but the rest stops you can't go anywhere right now no. i mean no but That's people are like are you going places no no we go we we we've honestly went grocery shopping probably three times in the last two and a half months do you do you have things delivered no, we just kind of mask up and glove up and we get stuff for like our parents and things like that. And uh, that's what we've been doing. And, you know, I've I've gone to buy alcohol, but got that shipped also. And, you know, <laughs> but no, we don't go anywhere because I was going to say, like, even your daughters could drive across country. But where are you going to go? You don't want to go to any rest stops, gas they stations. They can't go to a hotel. They're yeah. Like, oh, we'll sleep in the car. You're not sleeping in the car. That's crazy. Yeah. You'll be killed. You know, yeah, people crazy. are, these are, these are, so no matter what age they are, I have to tell them, are you crazy? I know. It never gets old, right? And are you crazy is not something you want to tell somebody. <laughs> it just doesn't work. Never works. <laughs> I, uh, dude, I, I don't want, I don't want to keep you forever. Um, well, I want to be with you forever, but I'll, I'll, we'll do this again. Thank you, brother. I, thank you so much. I, I, I want to ask you one thing. Can we talk? Just for a couple more minutes, uh, for an extra little special thing, because I want to talk about uh, dirty work for a minute. Oh, please, please yes. do. I'm glad we didn't talk about it because then I was like, "Ooh, this is a good extra." Because literally, uh, quite a few people have asked. So, yeah, hit me up. Well, it's so funny because like uh, my buddy and I that jumps on the podcast every now and then, uh, we started making these like we make jokes at night and I tweet, and this is. Well, you had the video show, you know, uh, the, what was it? Videos after dark. What was it called? Videos after dark, which we're still yeah. waiting to figure out what they're doing with. The yeah. ABC, it's too dirty for network. It, we, we didn't know that they thought it was going to be fine, but nah. there was the whole Disney takeover that yeah. was another takeover. And so right when we made it, then they didn't know what to do. Right. They were ready to use it, but it was purposely, you know, there's little kids cursing and there's a lot of F bombs right. bleeped. So it's a lot of bleeping, and it's so much scrambled signals over naked people. Yeah, and it, and, and, and Russian guys zapping each other with electric prods. It's just gotta, it's gotta find a home well, where it's it, dirty. It's Hulu's been mentioned, but it may never see the light of day at this point because I don't think yeah. people know what they're doing. 
Yeah. Because well, it's, gold. it's gold. It's absolute gold. I didn't mean to bring it up. <laughs> no, no, I don't care. Yeah. I talk I mean, about anything. Well, I think too. Like, you want to know where I have a boil? No, I don't have huh? one. I don't have a boil. No, I don't. Hmm. I don't. Let me turn the lights off first. Oh, uh, yeah. It's infrared. I'll show yeah. you. No, I, because I thought, you know, you, you need to you need to do something. You need to do like America's Funny Some videos rated R. You well, have- no, I don't, well, that's over. If this doesn't happen, I did it. So that's done. Yeah, right. It didn't work. Right. But I'm in plans to direct another movie right now. And I'm on I'm producing a couple of TV things and I'm directing two documentaries. So I'm I'm busy. So wow. and I'm doing the podcast Monday, Wednesday, Friday. So Okay. Well, now I feel guilty for asking to be I mean, you 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 did go to school for filmmaking and and you know um, I wanted to be a filmmaker, but at the end of the day, do you want to do like that? You've you've done a couple serious things, you know. No, um, I've done a lot actually. Yeah, I've, I've done three plays, um, um, two on Broadway, one off Broadway, and everything was serious. I was there. Yeah. There were comedy oriented plays, but I was, and and to play comedy right, it's very serious. Yeah, to play it right, it's real. Well, what I, what, so what you're I not trying to be funny, but I, I was, I played a priest. I played a minister in the last play I did on Broadway called hand of God. And that was the, I was the most serious person in the show. Yeah. I mean, and so what I always tell people, I think that comedians have some sense of drama because we can't not, not be real on stage. It's some of the best learning we get. And as an actor, yeah. the more I do, I've done stand up auditions and acting seem more effortless for me internally do you know what i mean yeah it's just uh even even auditioning you know like it's just what if four people in a room oh okay you know it's like it's nothing that's uh, a great attitude some people choke you know some yeah, people really I, have a problem with it hey you know what i mean the, the i've gotten to the point now but i'm 64 years old but i but i know how to do it if i have to put myself right. on tape for somebody important or right. if i have to be in a room i went into read to play Larry David's brother. So I read uh, in a room with Larry and yeah. Scott Rudin, the great producer and the, one of the most amazing directors. She directed August Osage County, the play. Yeah. So, I mean, I'll, yeah, you audition for things. You, you read for things. You see if it works. Yeah, and if yeah. it works, it works. And if it doesn't, it doesn't. Um, so well, that's now- life. Now I don't want to, I don't want to pull you into the actor studio. Now we're both ready for an afternoon nap. Yeah, uh, I'm going to do I'm going to do something recreational after I see how my house is. I know. See how many Dude. pipes are gutted. Bob, I love you man. Thank you for spending time with me. Thank love you. Love you too. I'm really Thank happy you, to see you and uh, wishing you and your family lots of health through this. And let's get back to the new normal and get out there and do it when we can. Soon I know. We I- can do it. Let's go do it. I, I I hope you see your daughter soon. I know that's just gonna crush you. So yeah, I'm not enjoying it, but it'll happen. But listen, by the time they get to your house, you will have the best flushing toilets they will oh ever. Oh my see. god, it's gonna oh. be so smooth. As soon as they walk in, oh. you say, "All of you, go take a shit now." Yeah, right now, because that pipe's gonna be like butter. And wipe with your shirt. Put it down there. I don't care. <laughs> no, it's gonna be lubed, lubed, <laughs> lubed. It's gonna be poop lubed. Uh, also was in that improv group actually poop lube should be the name of our improv duo i don't know that would be Uh, great (laughs) bob if you have a stuck poop get poop lube no i don't think so endorsement i think yeah i shouldn't have done that i shouldn't have plugged my product all right on that note i can't no not on that note you be well
and uh, I'll be seeing you. I'll be seeing you. Thank you so much, brother. Thanks for having me. <laughs> Thank you, brother. Take care. Say hi to your fam. Bob says hi. Tell your wife thank you. I didn't mean that lasciviously. I meant that, you know. Bob said thank you, honey, and that's fine. I'm glad he's polite. That's <laughs> right. And you just stay home. I will. <laughs> okay. We're Bye, home. Bye-bye. <laughs>